Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 147, Avatar, The Way of Water. Hello and welcome to the ultimate Super Bowl of LodgeCast edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. You has heard you. We have Brother Lucas in the back. Our family is our fortress. And for our single singular guest this evening... It's not Brother Justin. It's not Brother Nate. It's a wild card. The BFF is here. You can be my best friend. You can be my BFF. I wish I'd seen the preview so I could, like, quote something. You haven't seen the preview. I mean, not for, well, I've, not for a while. That's great. That's, That's good. great. That's good. That's You're going okay. cold Okay. The movie is, if you haven't guessed it, Avatar... The Way of Water. This movie is going to be screened for us today in 3D IMAX. Yeah. It's back, y'all. Almost 13 years ago to the day, <laughs> I was in this very theater. This Oh, it was this theater. Burbank 16 wow. IMAX 3D with Brother Nate and wow. Brother Seth. Wow. And uh, so we're circle back. Circle of Life. The Circle of Life. And you got blue-pilled. Oh, we got so blue pilled. <laughs> Same shit, different day. Because should we talk Avatar, the original? We a have bit? to talk because Avatar. going into it, the battle lines must be drawn. Like you know, we're coming off the Star Wars prequels and some big budget shit, and I'm like, this is not. I, I was just my <laughs> expectations were pretty low. Yeah, you're like, what's, and, what's James Cameron fiddling around with here? And then I got severely blue pilled, yeah. and and then you and I saw it in. Um, Minnesota Zoo IMAX in Minnesota. How many remember. times did you see it in the theater? I saw it twice in theaters. I saw it three times because I kept bringing people back to like witness to them. Yeah, because because pe <laughs> so people come to me and they haven't seen it. And I'm like, hmm, don't even bother yeah. watching it at home. You got to see it in the like, theater. Yeah, like you wait until, you know, you can see it in a theater. And um, it's three and a half bones for me. Yeah. I was just looking over Lucas's <laughs> charming letterbox reviews. One of them, which was uh, Hearts and Minds, the Vietnam War one. Yeah. And he's like, two stars. The Vietnam War was not that cool. Kind of a bummer time. Ma made me want to stay in bed. I'm like, interesting review. And then Avatar, one and a half out of five. He hates it. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean, I kind of knew this, but who yeah. Who hurt you? Um, I saw this originally at the Bridge Deluxe IMAX at Howard Hughes Parkway. Oh, hell yeah. And, and when it came out uh, with my mom, I think, uh, it was like a family affair. 
girlfriend at the time. Mm. Maybe my mom's boyfriend might have been there. Even my BFF might have been there. I, I was I, not. Okay. R- trying to rope him into this. <laughs> yeah. But don't, I remember don't. not being in from the opening frames, like oh, the opening Jesus shot Christ, with, with uh, Sam Worthington's let in voiceover, like explaining everything. And then from there, yeah, I just, from the trailer, I was not on board. I remember there was like a lot of schadenfreude, like building up to the release because there were like parody trailers that people had cut. Mm -hmm. And you were one of those schadenfreude surfers? Yeah, I just saw like the trailer and I was like, "Ah, I'm not really into this. And then when it's, when I watched it, yeah, I I was not on board. And then I I saw it a second time because I thought like, yeah, maybe I was in the wrong headspace. Like, let me see it again. I saw it like a second time and I was like, no, for sure. And then you saw it a couple months ago. Yeah. Then recently we, we, (laughs) we we, went back to Pandora. We rewatched it. Yes. And you still felt the same. Oh, Jesus, Lucas. Yeah, this film has its detractors. It does. And And I, let's, what are our bets on the BFF here, hmm. Fishkey? I think Lucas uh, probably already knows, but. I kind of think he's pretty high (laughs) on it. I think he's friend of Navi. Probably like three bones. (laughs) I think he's like maybe two and a half or three with some deep caveats. Yeah. BFF, enlighten us. Avatar super fan. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I have tattoos. I renamed my firstborn an obtainian. No, uh, I saw it once and once. promptly moved on with my life. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Without thinking much about it. I don't think it's one bone or whatever it was. <laughs> but playing with our emotions? Uh, but, but how many bones would you give me? Oh, uh, two and a half. That's what you that's what it deserves, that's right? It's like a reasonable person's response to it. <laughs> it's I think it's the only James Cameron film that I've only seen once. I'm, I was right. trying to think about have I seen this more than the one time? And I can't think of well, it. It's, I really can't. It is such a theatrical experience. Like I saw it three times and then Never again until yeah. very recently. Right. Like I bought the DVD, but it's just been sitting on my gonna, shelf. Like, why are you gonna watch that? <laughs> Some of the other low reviews on Letterboxd is like just spiteful, like watched on a iPad mini on an airplane, you know, like just like dunking on it. But but what's very telling is I had dinner with an old friend recently and he saw the Avatar 2 trailer, but he thought it was the original trailer for the re-release. And he was like, the shit looks the same. Like, like oh. it doesn't, it doesn't even look different this time around. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, well, it, I mean, it's well, been so long, but it's there's still a feels... lot of blue, a lot of blue folk, you know, Yeah, that brings us to the way of water. <laughs> and there's and, water, but there's water. Now. And, and my expectations again are, you know, cause it's, it's hard for lightning to strike twice. That's right. I mean, James Cameron has done it before with Terminator and Terminator 2. And he's been spending over a decade on this. Yeah, so. It's, it's more than that. He's been, he's dedicated the last 20 years of yes. his life to this. He's all which in. Which is yeah. crazy. 25 years, maybe. He's all in. Yeah. And the movie's got to make like, what? Two billion dollars. Two billion dollars <laughs> to, break to, even. Make, <laughs> to break even. But but like the theme is never underestimate James Cameron, right? right. That's the theme of his whole You should always career. trust in Cameron. Yeah, he's always pushing the envelope. He's he, always doubling just down. Just for us. Just, just to make us go, whoa, oh, shit. Like, that's what he lives for. Yeah. Now, my main concern, and this brother Zach was <laughs> trying to work his way in and try to get me off my game a little bit. And he reminded me that this is 120 frames a second. Omniscient editorial note, the way of water is not 120 frames per second, but in fact, 24 frames per second with occasional sections of 48 frames per second. 
Oh. Yeah, I got I got that in my ear. No way. Oh, I didn't hear that at all. Uh-oh. No yeah, way. Maybe shouldn't have spoiled that, but yeah. But no. <laughs> but I want I want us to be ready. You want the long walk home vibe. Because if if sweet brother Lucas was thrown off by the first few seconds of Avatar the first, <laughs> if he didn't know that this frame rate situation was happening, he like he's gonna be out. Even before it starts, like he's yeah. So we, I want us, and we got a runtime of oh. three hours oh. and eleven minutes. <laughs> mm. oh. I want us to just just meditate action, a little yeah. bit, action packed. Prepare ourselves, you know. Now, Lucas, are you going to take any gummies to to help? I, help I took this? a twenty five milligram. You're already uh, THC gel capsule, yeah. Okay. Prior to showtime okay. with my with my lunch, so I've got my Pandora passport <laughs> stamped and, and ready Mas- for entry. Lodge Master, you're doing like a hundred milligram. No, 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 I'm going to be around twenty five as well, okay. and hopefully, when the three hours and eleven minutes have elapsed, I will be able to speak into this microphone. I just want us to be ready for this frame rate thing because we saw Gemini Man. <laughs> yeah. And there were pieces of Avatar, um, the the re-release, yes. that were in 120. He's prepping us for it. He's prepping. Uh, he's trying to just like turn the heat up slightly. Yeah. But this is going to be a lot. This could be a lot to take. Is yeah. this what the the Hobbit was that too? Was that Hobbit was oh. Hobbit was 48. Oh, okay. All right. Before we go in though, when we did go to the re-release... Sister Brandy had a special situation because she had never seen it. Wow. And it was very similar to the control subject when we took Sister Emily to see Jaws for the very first time in IMAX. Wow. Brandy's going to be kind of our our love and light check in here. I interviewed her on the way out of the re-release screening. And she approached me kind of glassy eyed as if she'd seen an alien. And in fact, she had. And these were her thoughts. It's almost midnight in Burbank. And Sister Brandy has just left her time, her quality time with the Navi. What say you, woman? Wow. Just wow. It had everything. It had. Right? Yeah. Action, adventure, romance, war. Like nature intrigue, a big battle. You look like you've been Pandora pilled. Your eyes are a little glassy. That's how I was my first time. I mean, I wasn't expecting to like it this much. I thought, you know, the hype, it was hyped up. And Brother Justin's been hyping it up for years. He and I have been defending this movie (laughs) tirelessly. I mean, he's kept it under wraps a little bit. I think he wanted me to experience it for myself. And I did. Good man. This is definitely the best telling of the humans are bad, nature is good, you know, don't don't ruin shit by being human. This Hashtag don't ruin shit by being human. This is this is the best telling of that story. Bravo. How many bones, Brandy? Ah, it's a three and a half, three and a half strong bones. You got Pandora pelled, woman. Woo, I got Pandora. <laughs> and your cinefection has been absolved. I absolve thee. Now back to Avatar Way of Water. So, wow, she got super Pandora pilled, and I am going to interview her the exact same way coming out of this film, because we're going to go meet her now, and we're going to see what she thinks of The Way of Water. Do a Sister Brandy check-in. Re-entry. And, uh, <laughs> well, Follow-up entry. We'll see, we'll see what her bones are, are feeling like. But right now, let's just go in there and just settle in. 
We don't have recliners. This is this oh, is wow. This is the stiff-backed IMAX oh, man. theater. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I want to see IMAX the, not have recliners. That doesn't seem I mean, they right. kind of recline. But I, I um I'm looking forward to the trailers. Oppenheimer's going to Oh blow yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, very and so we got to get in there for the trailers. Let's get in there, y'all. Love and blue light. System H2O, hip hop and oxygen. I flip commission doctrines that make me Shakespeare's peer. Upon his head, tear, I fear not. Killing furious with the superior onslaught. On top of this, I'll solo like Gilligan with a million styles to throw your way. For capital A, we make waves, causing tsunamis to your army. Splashing like the Kraken on Clash of the Titans, writing calmly, call me Aquarius. Each full page, a new age. I'm on a crusade to reign in your parade. See, chorus more than three quarters of what this rap world secure. So this is Chinese water torture for MCs to endure. As I restore this reservoir with my repertoire, a metaphor, step into the core. Better have your life insured for supernatural disasters. I'm quick to cast a flame to your astral plane. This bitch made you play like a nasty. Everybody in this edge, I see you. And I just saw the way of water. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> it's been three solid hours and change. And there is, for the record, a drink at MacGuffin's for Avatar The Way of Water. I was like, there has to be, right? And what was it called? The Mystic Spirit. The Mystic mm -hmm. Spirit. I know it involves Belvedere vodka and something very blue. Did anybody get one? <laughs> no, but we wanted to get some to go after that movie. <laughs> Woo! All right. Well, we, I mean, hot takes were flying fast and furious uh, from the audience coming out of that movie. So before we get to this. Fishy! What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Set more than a decade after the events of the first film. Avatar, The Way of Water, begins to tell the story of the Sully family. Begins to tell. <laughs> yeah, we're just getting started, oh. folks. <laughs> Sully, the Sully family's Jake, Natiri, and their kids. The trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure, period. That's it. Mm. I mean, that, that covers a lot of ground. So, yeah, it's in 3D. What did you guys think when you saw that 20th Century Pictures logo? I in think that's when Lucas checked out. <laughs> <laughs> that 120 frames. Oh, 120 man. frames rotating around the 20th Century Fox The 120 Fox frames logo. did not get to me the way I thought it was. Right. I, I got used to it. It took a little getting used to it first. It seemed to me that face. there was a mixture. I mean, some of it, some of it looked like 10 frames. You know, like there was. I think it's like how much motion, like the more motion there is, like yeah. kind of the worse it looks maybe. Maybe and like when it's slow, like when the motion's less, then maybe it's better. It's I, it's the it's when they you zoom or like the fake, uh, the fake handheld is like fake, oh this yeah. is, this is like the wall of TVs at Best Buy. This looks like <laughs> yeah shit. yeah fake <laughs> zooms. You got to stop that, James Cameron. I'm not I'm not like he uh, loves it. Punches, he lo it's like J.J. Abrams punching in, you know. Yeah. So the gang's all all back. We got Jake Sully. We got Natiri. They're having a bunch of kids. And I found like the first 
I, I mean, I have no clue how long every section of this movie is, but I have a rough idea. The first, I'm sure you're checking, <laughs> checking your watch. The first like 30 minutes or so is like three movies. So much shit happens that's tied together with VO. It's like you get whiplash. There's so much ground that they're covering and some head scratching stuff like Sigourney Weaver had a child somehow a mystical child <laughs> that they don't know how even it though can, even though she all movie magic of movie hand waving which is did it make it so and now Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney teenager so what happened to her character like she she died right she got injured in she the died melee. and they buried her and and then at the kept, bottom of a tree but, but they, they kept the they, they kept, kept her, her stasis avatar, or something and okay. somebody fucked her avatar <laughs> So it's a Kill Bill uh, thing. Yes. They kept her av... Uh, but the, I see but now. The I kind of get it. I have to... I'll have to and it's old David Moore, right? It's got to be. It, that, and that's what they, they figured. They, they just needed a reason to get Sigourney back in the center of the frame. Again. Yeah. Understandable. And that's I mean, fine. Under, that's you? understandable. The, the thing I don't understand is why you need to bring Stephen Lang back. He's back. <laughs> He's back um, in Navi form. Uh, so they cloned... <laughs> an avatar and implanted Stephen Lang's because he's the only memories, one that can do it. Yeah, but not All, the memory of his death. He not, has to see that later on his own. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be. Listen, dear listener, you. I mean, go see this fucking movie in the theater. It, you you will not have any clue what we're talking about unless you see what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy how Cameron is like so methodical and logical in his world building. Like it's all based in some scientific sure. form of reality. You know. The whole overture before we get to the titular water, mm-hmm. I didn't know what, like, I was like, I don't know, guys. This just seems like the first movie again, just in rushed form. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to think. Yeah, they're like shooting machine guns. And I was like, I thought we got past that. Like, we're getting back into nature. We got a little Rabisi cameo. Oh, man. Just one, like, that was some, moment. That was some Robert Zemeckis use of, like, Crispin Glover, you know, <laughs> yes. where they had to, like, write, they owned his rights to yes. that image, so they replayed it. And then, yes. Uh, That's exactly right. What did you guys think of the first? Like, were you guys untethered in that early going, or were you guys pretty much on board? I mean... I was hoping to get to the water. Like, right. I was you like, were thirsty. I don't know how long that section was, but I was like, I want to get water and I want to get underwater. BFF, what were you thinking about? Not on board for the <laughs> first bit at all. Uh, but, but combination of, uh, again, it's just like a, some voiceover. It's like, okay, we got to catch up all this stuff. But yeah. the look of the film, mm. the 3D of it, I was like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this. And right. I just didn't think it looked good. It reminded me because I just took. Um, my eldest unobtainium to Universal City Walk, uh, the studios to, and remind me of like those 3D um, ride tours. Like, oh God, this is what this looks like. Yes. But it's really the first footage underwater. I go like, oh, okay, now I'm, I think I'm okay with this That's That's the dividing line. Definitely. Uh, What really made me feel like it was a universal ride the movies situation was when Edie Falco showed up. I was confused. I was like, I didn't think that was her. I was, I like, was like, not her. Oh, this casting, what? She's not like, no, no. And she didn't even get like a good death scene. I thought she was going to die horribly no, with like kinda, a coffee mug. She just kind of walked away. Never paid off. No. I, I thought that casting was pretty rough. Like, because she's supposed to be like a hardened military commander. And she's just, you know, she just doesn't come off that way. It just seems like. 
like we said, like a ride version of the movie. Yeah. You know, like she's there to tell you to put your seatbelt on, basically, you know? So I was having trouble. Lucas, I assume you were having tons of trouble because yeah, if you, had, I, if you thought the first movie didn't have story. Right. Oh. I, I, I perked up a little in the, in the first 30 where they're like chilling, having a great time at night. And then there was like this new star in the sky. Sure. Which turns out to be all these like drop ships. And then they just like flame the forest. They just drop napalm. And I'm thinking like, oh shit. So they're really striking. This is the Empire Strikes Back. Like full force. There's a lot of Empire Strikes Back. It it makes sense why they'd have to leave and go to the water land. So like I was like, oh, we're going to get there. And then all of a sudden it didn't really (laughs) go there or something. Gotta have a little battle first. It was like a fake out. And so then I was like, yeah, after that I was like, oh man, I'm not on board. Yeah. Yeah, the, The early going just pacing wise and like structurally strange but i thought we were when they did finally leave and move to the waterlands i thought we were going to get a big fat title sequence same like a title same. screen you know but it it, it there was no front title no, that not, was crazy no, until the end. Was like you that is make, nuts you make us wait over 10 years and you don't, give us, you don't sting us with the title you make us forget what we're watching people people be dropping the ball i've been complaining about this a lot on the lodgecast mainly with the halloween movies for some reason but you have a chance when people are coming back to the world you're building after a long time, you have a chance to really inject some fucking superpower into your movie by giving us a title screen. Yeah. So that some jackass in the back could be like, woohoo! You yeah, know? yeah. You have the fired old, up. The uh, old the old James Horner music, rest yeah, in peace. Like yes. punch that in. Punch with, it. With the title card. Anyway. And, anyway. Lord Cameron provides the H2O. Are we not going to talk about Spider for a second? We oh, are definitely because we have to do. We that. have. Oh man, that is a large we character. Have Before we get to the water, like we have to cover Spider character <laughs> on our hands. I guess I'm just a character. I don't know how we I, haven't talked about Spider. His, kinda, <clears throat> his name is Spider. Felt bad for him as the, as the film wore on because I was like, dude, nobody, nobody else except this dude is, is wearing a loin. Like, Spider, his spider is a his real bot, not his blue bot. Feral human He's child. A Mowgli boy man, with, man child. With dreadlocks. That's chilling with the Blonde Navi. Blonde dreadlocks. Just, yeah. not, not buff, but kind of. Uh, you know, naturally. He's like buff. a he's a man. He's a semi buff man boy that reminds me of like a de aged Ryan Reynolds in the face mixed with Vanilla Ice circa <laughs> 1993 when he had dreadlocks and released a, a album called Mind Blowing. <laughs> and you laugh. At, I laugh I, every time you see this this guy. He looks like a wook that you meet at a festival. That's yes, like looking for he nitrous. Has been following the Grateful Dead and its various subsidiary bands for <laughs> decades, but somehow looks like a young boy. I mean, yeah. it's apologies to anybody who hasn't, but like white people and dreads, it's it's never not gonna look 
why, ridiculous. Why? Yeah. Why did you dread him up? Then it's Jim? not just that too. It's it's the, the the what's shocking to me is like you know the the design of this character too. Like he looks so scrubbed clean. Like he's out of a he's Disney so Channel clean. show. It's like you're in the jungle. Like and he's got immaculate war paint oh, all over his body. Oh, it, it's really bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's, it's romantic. I mean, it's hardcore romance paperback. Like oh I man, would, Cameron is like I need them to come back. And what are they going to come back for? They're coming back for Spider. <laughs> I was sitting as far away as you could from Bishki, but I knew. Yeah. I knew Bishki was loving I that was spider. immediately smiling at Spider. <laughs> Waving and at then spider. when I learned that, that our cloned implanted <laughs> yes. Stephen Lang yes. before he died impregnated someone. We someone. Have, we have no idea. Dude, didn't cover so that. questionable. That wasn't the first movie, right? No. no okay. That's okay. absolutely yeah, okay. not. He Stephen, had no romance. Stephen Lang was definitely not having any romance in the first movie, but he was apparently because we get oh, a child God. and his name is Spider. His name is Spider. And, and they also call him Monkey Boy. And oh, Monkey God. Boy. <laughs> I wish they called him Rat Boy. But. I thought he was going to be just kind of swinging around the periphery, but Spider is pretty much front and center for a lot mm -hmm. of this. So you get tons of Spider. Anyway, we love you, Spider. We can't <laughs> wait to see you. Hit us up in those comments. Revisiting Avatar Three Spider Story: The, the Way of the Underground. Get the shine box. The way. <laughs> so we get to the water, and that's when the movie. That's I. I saw a, one headline. I think it was on Jezebel of all places. And they were like, Avatar, the way of water is mostly just vibes. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, now I get it. Cause they be chilling in this water. My favorite, my favorite moment when they arrive at the islands is when like, the teenage like Islander comes out of the water and sees like oh the teenage oh, Navi yeah. and they Hilarious. start making eyes at each other. It's like a fast times at Pandora high situation. Yeah. It's yeah. basically like, you can't help but make you giggle. It's, it's basically just, like so sweet. the whole thing, because I'm just trying to put <laughs> kind of meaning where there are, uh, we're fresh off the boat people. Like I'm, I'm you got to cut us some slack. I'm we're just, dealing with a lot. I'm just trying processing to in real time. put like themes to it. So it's basically yeah. Cameron's family leaving the United States, mm. going to New Zealand, or just kind of a white flight suburban family <laughs> getting <laughs> That's more like it. That's more like it. It's more of like a white flight. We got to get out of here. We arrive and it's suburban families like making eyes at each other. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Get out of here, dude. Like, you know, like really getting into it. And also save the whales. And oh, I'll, man. Of course. I didn't know Free Willy was going to factor into <laughs> this equation course. at all. Of course, save the whales. I think the main point of this movie is save the whales. Yeah. And then the overarching stick theme. with your family. Mr. James Cameron divorced five times. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> um, Harpoon but, fire. Harpoon fire. But what did you guys think about all the splish splash fun and games in the water? Pretty amazing looking like I thought. I mean, it was amazing looking in my mind intellectually when I would remind myself this is computer. This didn't yes. exist. These are all ones and zeros. They created this from nothing. You got to like give it respect. Yeah. That being said, I wasn't like, wow. I wasn't like, oh my God. Well, like, we I also have to keep in mind, much like Tarantino with feet, Cameron has an underwater <laughs> boner that will never go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never go Military away. and underwater. Yeah. He loves it. And he indulges all of that in this. The military is underwater. It's, yeah. it's, in, his, it's in his perfect sweet spot. 
So he lets us see so much water action. We see Jake Sully's kids dive and learn how to hold their breath and lots of shit goes down. One thing I will note is that Natiri in the first film, she's the best character. Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, what? You kind of lose her a little what bit. What the fuck? It, like, kind of forget until she's like hissing at someone. She's only, she's only ever hissing or crying. Mm-hmm. And whenever anybody mentions her, they're just like, oh, she's crazy. Or look out for her. Yeah, and it, I kind of get that because she kind of goes over the edge at the end. Like maybe it was like a Daenerys Targaryen thing where they were like, we have to establish that she's unstable. But <laughs> she's just, you lose her character. Like it, what? She it, didn't have anything I mean, to do with it. A lot of the characters felt kind of like the Star Wars requels where you see, you know, oh, that, yeah. is, that is Harrison Ford as Han Solo, but I'm not. <laughs> he's he's not, not doing anything. All there. <laughs> if, if we didn't have all this backstory, we wouldn't give a shit about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I felt a little bad about that because she really like and they had, and they had four kids right but the <laughs> the two sons, the two sons look exactly I mean Sigourney like, Weaver like you can tell because it's her voice and then and, there's a baby girl like a the, very small little girl. baby girl that's like are we there yet like yeah. when, they're, <laughs> <laughs> when they're getting to the water sequelitis that is a line it, in the movie it, it definitely and then, like but then the two boys I couldn't really tell apart and I I was and, getting them confused and stupidly like I couldn't even keep straight which boy was in love with the water girl no I couldn't either, was that no. the old because she was really boned later <laughs> when one of these two yeah. guys bites it yeah I, mean, I didn't know which one bit it I it was is kind confused. of a problem with these blue people I don't want to be Just, like but I know this is <laughs> I know this is sensitive territory yes but, but the, these blue people I can't always tell who's who but and they kind of talk like the two brothers let's focus on the two brothers Bishki they talk kind of alike like you gotta give one of them a headband <laughs> Yeah, and they're, and, they're, and they're all naked, so it's like, yeah. how they're do you so tell them skinny apart? Too. They yeah. don't just talk alike, but too, the thing that is, I'm not sure if it works ironically or not, but the whole like bro and cuz thing yeah, with the weird accents is real tricky sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's uh, also James Cameron, like when he writes like casual and like ribbing dialogue, it's always like, you butthole. Yeah. Like these <laughs> these assheads need mm. to get out of my way. You know, it's it never it never quite rings as true as it might have back in Aliens days. Well, because culturally, he kind of stopped at Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he hasn't updated his, <laughs> his vernacular, like, his put down slang. You know, but part of that is what makes it charming too. Yeah, you know, what I had a problem with is. The story, as it were, all it is really is just the kids go off, do something dangerous or stupid, get in trouble, and then the parents like huff and puff and hiss and have to like set things right. It happens over and over and over again. Yeah, it felt like Avatar fan fiction to me. Like yeah, it was just fishy. like that's that's where I think the weakness is because the story is not. There, there isn't really a story. No, there's, there's not this huge overarching. Kind of shocking. Yeah, there's no story. story there's the, five credited writers. Yeah, <laughs> story by credit. Because I think the strengths of the first one is that you know because it's, it's obviously spectacle and you know a big blockbuster, but the story I think the story is very compelling. Yeah, you can ride that story. You can plug into it with your ponytail dick yeah and like follow it <laughs> this one you are literally just like 
floating out there, you yeah. know? And there's this outcast super whale that... Yeah, that's when I really felt the fan fiction. Oh, just man. Like, when they started talking to each other. Oh, my man, God. That the theater just started losing That it. might be a crouton. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A wet, dr- dripping, <laughs> stinking <laughs> seaweed crouton. Solid crouton. The younger son starts communicating with this super whale. And, uh, you know, in that nice papyrus font, we see, <laughs> we see like the boys saying, like, how did you end up being an outcast? And then they cut to the whale and his big, <laughs> his big eye and his little eye. And the whale, like, burbles or something. And you see his speech subtitled. And he says... It's too painful. <laughs> and that was that was fucking hilarious. It's too painful. <laughs> oh. But these whales are like they they're super intelligent. They can compose music, solve mathematics, and the bad guys are after them for the their unobtainium. Oh, that, see, that's, oh, that was bad. That was yeah, <laughs> because because I was like because I was like the Stephen Lang character is just going after Jake Sully, yes. so it's like that's the stakes aren't high enough. No, so we need to come up with a new unobtainium, and yes. they drain the brain. It's a brain of, drain of the of the whale. And it's like, a, and then the guy's just like, uh, it'll make you live forever. Because yeah. you're, you're really waiting for it too, because like, oh, there's, there's like, there's a whale, Australian whaling guy. Yeah. I was like, why do they need a whaling guy? Like, yeah. what, what are they, what, do they need like oil for the lamps? Like, what's, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, gotcha. It's like brain juice it's makes like, people not age anymore. It's like, okay, it cool. stops aging immediately. And Jermaine Clement's there for some reason. <laughs> I thought they were going to use that juice to save the Sully kid, no. but of course it didn't that's, pay off. That's going to pay no. off in Avatar 6. Oh, no, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's some subplots that kind of get like, like Sigourney Weaver has epilepsy and then that kind of like. Or they think it's epilepsy. But it might That's just for the be sequel. magic. Yeah. yeah, but that'll they'll deal with that more in the. Her, I don't her, even think we need to deal with that. Teenage, really. teenage years. <laughs> so we're out in the water for a while. There, it's like you get into the water vibe. At least I was getting into the water vibe, and the gummy was hitting right when the water, right when they jumped in the water, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But then they start cross cutting with the bad dudes learning how to ride like one of those dragons you know and it's yeah. like does that kill the vibe it well it i knew like i know they're they're trying to keep all the balls in the air but it's just like who do you want us to root for like, what do you want us to do james do you want us to chill in the water do you want us to cross cut back and forth like whiplash inducing like storylines you know because well, he needs to remind of his oh there's a conflict and that's coming. all it is like <sighs> i everybody knows they're coming like yeah. just like we don't need to cut back to spider like <laughs> we know spiders spiders coming. allegiance spiders oh. coming for him spider like looks at natiri with like suspicion a lot like spider you want to smack him sometimes you know you want to just like <laughs> but as we established given natiri in this movie like can you blame him yeah he, he we're all confused we are all spider in a way <sighs> so anyway Jake Sully fucked over these water people by completely <laughs> like leading everybody straight to them. They somehow don't understand that if teenage Sigourney has a seizure that you don't bring a gunship in, like figure out something else because they're being tracked. Like what? Like just boneheaded moves where it's like, obviously, you know, they're going to see that and know where Jake Sully is. 
Yeah. But anyway. No, it was around this time I looked at my watch, which was oh, no. two, two hours in. I I just was like, I just need to kind of know, know your, what your I'm bearings. in for. And then I was like, oh, shit, an hour. Yeah. And, we're, and we're coming to an epic battle. This is going to go on. And we knew the epic battle was coming. And when the epic battle comes, it is epic. It is epic. Hmm. You have to admit. Is it though? Is Lucas, it? Oh, I mean, come on. Is it though? I mean, I'm kind of. Are you? Were you just gaslighting Beca- yourself? Because I mean, something was happening that was exciting. It was more than any epic battle you've seen, like in like your average Marvel movie. I don't know. Maybe it is. I disagree. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you, Matt. I mean, Thank there's you. The, the thing that hit me with the climax is like I was kind of. Well, the climax kind of like bumped me back up a little bit because there's a sense there's of an like, hour long climax. Yeah, it's very very long, <laughs> but it's James Cameron and he knows how to shoot. Yes, he, he reminded me of it's not nearly as good. It's like oh, this is what Mad Max felt like. It's like oh, right. here's an old pro. Yes, who, who knows, knows exactly how cinema works and he knows how to pace out a climax. He's and got his totally, sea legs. It totally works. There's no sky portal. You know what the stakes <laughs> are. You know everybody is. The geography makes sense. The kids kept getting lashed to the bars like. They keep getting the snap bracelets. The snap bracelets. So many times that they they knew they had to call it out. And the little girl, when she gets attached to the bars again, she's like, I'm getting tied up again. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you are. Like, there's no other way to do this, guys. But anyway, I loved that battle sequence. And I can't believe you guys didn't get pumped a little bit when shit was blowing up and the wayward super whale was helping him out this is what people I mean, like, in the audience were clapping people were yeah. punching in the air i haven't seen people do that in a long time it's pure cameron too because it's like you know exactly that the the the, the wayward whale is going to come in and do it you know all hey, the beats too, that are Bishke? coming you hey, know the, you know the beats are coming but when they come they still somehow hit really well Lucas and when the australian yard. guy at the end gets <laughs> nah. it from the whale it's it feels good and the audience loved it i've they never really seen an audience clap at a body being flung into the sea with its severed arm following right behind oh, it. That, like, that was people quality. loved it. That was quality, but you weren't guess, feeling it, Bishki? It's more about the characters. Right. Like if I just don't feel wild about the characters, which which I didn't feel, you know, wild about the Sully right. family. <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> that the um Sully stick together dude. And, and the fact that it's all CG like for the most part like there there's there is spider was a, not a, a feral child running around but <laughs> but other than that like when it's CG fighting CG it becomes I mean it's it's much better than Transformers but it's just right. in the same spirit you couldn't get into it there is a thing that when you would cut from pure CG characters to then cut to pure real people there yeah. it was a bit jarring in, yeah. in some instances for sure yeah yeah and then after this huge battle of the sea people versus the whalers and the bad guy avatars, then the eclipse time of day happens. And where did all the sea people go? I know they're closing it down. So it's just the Sully's versus Stephen Lang and Spider sort of. But where did everybody go during that? Did I miss something? Like, no, why didn't. Why couldn't they help out? They were winning. And then they are gone. And then it's just a solo mission. 
Is that just an action movie thing? I was a little checked out. I don't no, know. You weren't even thinking about it. <laughs> Bishki. Lucas, what were you doing? Yeah, I'm on Bishki's oh, wavelength Jesus here. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I was like looking at my watch an hour in. They spent 10 years on this. <clears throat> then 90 no. minutes you in. You gotta look at it. No. And then two hours in and then three hours in. BFF, know. where were the sea people? Uh, and, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know. <laughs> and I feel... That the first two hours of this movie is like act one and when and one of the Sully kids finally got killed or whatever, I was like, this feels like this should be the midpoint or like mm. like like beat like the beat before that where like shit gets crazy. And then like the family has to decide, like, do we run or do we fight or something? But like yeah. I just wasn't on board with like they come back. They nuke the village. So he's like, we got to peace out, yo. They're not going to stop nuking until we're gone. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, but bro, you know, wherever you go, you're just bringing the fight there. Bringing so, the nukes. Yeah. So this feels so contrived or something. And then like, sure enough, when they show up off, off the waters, it's like he's shocked or something. Like, yeah. fuck, they, they found us. I guess like we're going to have to fight yeah. him. And I'm just thinking like, what? Like, the, come on, dude. You the, used to be military. Like, The what whole you- architecture of the plot <laughs> is not that great. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted more ocean stuff too with like ocean monsters and eels and fucking yeah. jellyfish or whatever. We got a and few. It felt like we just got stuck in the weeds with these whales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but come on. <laughs> come on. He spent 13 years. <laughs> come on. Show some respect. Uh, and then it kind of sets up uh, various sequels at the end. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen Lang oh, continues to survive after Spider saves uh, life. Thanks, Spider. Thanks, thanks spider. spider. And then we get uh, crouton credits. <laughs> we get some leftover shots of some super whales, accompanied by a sure to be Academy Award nominated song by The Weeknd. Oh, man. <laughs> and it is clear. It I didn't even so look it up. Sexy. Everybody it got, it got just, some big laughs. Everybody the was just laughing. It yeah. was so sexy. Oh, my God. This movie is sexy. This movie is pure sex. <laughs> Let's go to those water bones. <laughs> I did interview Brandy, Sister Brandy, on the way out, but I'm going to save that strategically. <laughs> and we're going to go first to Brother Bisky, you are first to bone. First to bone. Oh, shit. Yes, you deserve this. What I the see fuck? you, Brother Bisky. I see you. You turned on me. I, I'm... I'm yeah. You're the spider in this I, fucking car. Like I said, I'll turn on any filmmaker. I've said this before. Like, I, and I'm not like you know. I just I'm always there for James Cameron yes. if he wants to come back and do another one. <laughs> um, but this was a bit of a letdown um, mm. in terms of it doing new things because right. it's kind of a rehash of it's basically a rehash you know you in a new world of this water world yeah but you're basically getting attacked with the epic battle and you're there's a lot of references it's the to same the, thing just uh, it's Stephen what? lang coming back again and and there's just a ton of references to the first one and that's where same where music cues when yeah. things get sad yeah and i could go through tons more you know but i won't but but i'm just like that's where i'm kind of surprised because james cameron with Avatar was such a new thing yeah. and such a new world. And I was like, well, now he's going to take us to a different world and things are going to be even, you know. And then I do like in the first one how it, you know, kind of tied to real world things. There was some, 
Iraq War stuff and yeah. 9-11, but this one... This just, one's got some Vietnam for sure. It's got some Vietnam, but there's not... It's just kind of a wash in terms of its... So to speak. ...story and the themes of, you know, technology and clashing civilizations and imperialism and all the stuff that I loved about the first one is really not too much there. I mean, there's an epic battle, but I'm not... Like thinking, I mean, you know, I was just trying to apply James Cameron moving to New Zealand over it or something. But anyway, you were busy working. I, I was did, I was busy vibing. I did like the vibes of the water. Um, for that, I'll give it a bone, and I'm going to oh, give a full shit. bone to our salad character. Oh, you love little <laughs> what do they call him? Spider Monkey Boy. Monkey Boy, our boy Spider. <laughs> <laughs> and oh come on, and that's, keep going, that's, keep going, Bishki. That's All I got oh. for you, Spider is a LodgeCon. All I got this time around, James. I'm really sorry because of my bones were high going in. Oh. No brother Ben water bump. No, I got no water bumps. Uh, water was, baby bump. I was really bored for the last oh, hour. Oh no, I'm sorry. Two bones, James. Two. I love you, but but I don't know if there's a. I don't. I don't. I'm very curious to see how audiences respond to this and if this thing's going to make two billion dollars. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the word of mouth is going to be. You know, like that, that's a tough one. That's a tough call. I think we might have had a walkout. Anyways, we did. I yeah. think it, it, somebody. I, I don't know. Shit their pants or something like because <laughs> <laughs> it was right at the end. It was like, right uh, at the in end. The climax. Yeah, yeah. You don't go three hours deep and then bail on the. And last it was 10 an minutes. aggressive bailing. Like it was grabbing seats on the way like, out. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Something went wrong. It's like you laying your bones, bitch. You. Sorry, I'm sorry. So anyway. Two bones. I could have never seen that coming. No, odds, I, I could not. Either. Odds makers in Vegas are losing their shit right yeah. now. <sighs> BFF, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna do better. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> do better. Do best. Well, it's like I said. I was really worried at the start by the look, the frame rate. Like, is, yeah. this doesn't look weird. But when they got to the water. Mm -hmm. certain sequences and the frame rate stopped bothering me and something I'm maybe I'm trying to make this not sound ridiculous but <laughs> something happens with the way it looks where like it doesn't feel like cinema anymore and it yeah, kind of yeah. becomes something else and kind of my brain said stop watching this like a movie yes, just yes. watch at the surface level I was doing the same there's thing there's no depth to what you're watching there's really no depth to the story so just watch on a surface level what these images are you're just and there and they're and as you're saying you're vibing and you're really on board at that point um, you're still kind of bored because really there's no the, the climax is so artificial at that point <laughs> yes but what's interesting too about Cameron is that I remember thinking like okay okay movie we gotta we gotta do something here and right when I felt that it's like oh here it comes okay. and there's the, the seizures like so Cameron really does know his stuff yes. and like I said the climax is really exciting but again nothing surprising it's what you'd expect it's just shot super well yeah you know exactly what this is he is one of the least esoteric sort of storytellers we have, but that's not a bad thing <laughs> no, at all. And that's a throw, that's like a throwback. It's like kind of comfort food in a way, mm -hmm. if he does it right or when he does it right. And yeah. here's the thing, and everything we're talked about, like how the characters are completely lost in this and there's no real drive that means any kind of, uh, that has any kind of real substance, but still on just a level of I'm watching this in IMAX and it looks like nothing else I've seen just on like a, like a purely like visual thing. Yes. You have to, owe, you owe it yourself to do it. Yes. So in that sense, I walking out of this, I had a much brighter feeling than I did watching the first film. Oh, wow. wow. There you go. I, I, 
That's I'm love still, and light. I'm, I'm giving it the same I gave the last one. It's a two and a half bone movie for me all right. for all the reasons we talked about, but still much more enjoyable and that's in that pure sense of it. You were vibing because you were sitting next to me that's and right. I was vibing. That's right. We were connecting to the spirit tree and we were communicating silently. I put my ponytail <laughs> to your ponytail and we just were feeling it. And Lucas was on your other side. <laughs> I cannot wait for these bones. Oh, if there are any. Lucas, <laughs> oh, man. what are you going to do? Oh, man. I expected a little more from a varsity letterman. You're already infamous after Fableman, so <laughs> you need to <laughs> just oh, be man. aware of that. No, I know. Look, I wasn't expecting much. I wasn't holding out for the sequel to be great or, or good at all. <laughs> the trailer did nothing for me. Oh. You know, it, it just, I've seen a lot of trailers in my time. Sure. I'm not a yeah huge fan of the original. I think Cameron's an amazing filmmaker mm -hmm. and he's just got, this is like Picasso's blue period. You know, he's just got stuck <laughs> with the technology. He's like so obsessed with being a pioneer yeah. and being the first and the best and the biggest and the deepest. His blue period is going to be a few more decades. And I know people love, yeah, the world, like the, mer the immersive experience. It absolutely is that when you see it in IMAX and 3D, you know, for three hours, like you do get brainwashed or blue pilled a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's, and, count for and it's a world I'm not against. Like I'm all for this, this, you know, Pocahontas dances with wolves, Fern Gully, you know, vibe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> gives you a lot to work with, but I just need like, yeah, more plot, better pacing, shorter runtime, maybe decide you're going to have one lead and you know, who is it and what do they want? Why can't they get it? Like what's at stake? What's motivating them? You know, as opposed to like, Oh, it's family. And then yeah, Jake and Natiri kind of disappear for a while. And it's like mainly like when I think back, it's the kid and the whale. Yeah. Um, and the whale rider. Yeah. And I just felt like they could have done, I don't know more or like had it be crazier, but yeah, it all felt like table setting, you know, or window dressing for the next, two sequels or whatever. Uh, so I'll give it one solid whale bone. One whale bone. All right. That's, I mean, did we expect any more from the hothead? Not, uh, too, not too much, but I'm glad that he liked the original Avatar by half bone. <laughs> <laughs> it all checks out. Okay, I'm going to go next, and then we're going to wrap it up with Sister Brandy. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I went in with pretty high expectations. I mean, it's been so many years and loving the first one as much as I do and trusting in Cameron and Cameron we trust so much. I was ready and I was armed with a little with a little THC gummy and <sighs> when you don't have a story, it just doesn't oh, it just doesn't hit you. So, I was surface vibing I was floating on the top of it, just like BFF said. It's like you can't look at it really like cinema. It's an experience. And in very many cases, it's like a Universal Studios ride the movies experience. And you just have to be cool with that if you're going to have a good time. If you struggle, you're going to drown. You ju you just, you're just not going to make it. So as much as it pains me, it's two and a half for the movie itself and the spectacle of it. And I got to give it an extra half bone for that battle sequence near the end. Not the very end, your kid for my kid knife showdown, mm -hmm. but the big battle sequence, which I thought was incredible. So... I'm I'm at three <laughs> I'm at three kind of waterlogged bones. There's not a lot of meat on them. 
been picked clean by the by the super whales, but there's three there. Go back and see it in a couple days and see how it goes. I think I got to go back no again. Way. I got to <laughs> no see way. it again. I don't know if I will. I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it. Edit the two movies together into a 90 minute movie, and you've got oh, something. No, you got nothing. All right, we're gonna go to my hot, spicy take with Sister Brandy, fresh out of the movie. Let's go to it. Here we are again! Oh my god. It seems like it was only months ago. It seems like it. I was a mere virgin of the Avatar world, and now I feel like I'm just like full on in in it, you know? Yes, you're integrated into the culture. So I've bonded. You fully bonded. (laughs) So what what are your thoughts? What are your hot off the presses thoughts? Um, this is Avatar just add water. It's great. (laughs) It's just great. She's fully blue pilled again. <laughs> it's all over again. I had there were some moments that it started to lose me. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't watch some stuff. I had to close my eyes. Was very, very affected. Yeah. And then it brought me back again. So I'm I'm down with this. I really liked it. That's and awesome. I, it, everybody said it was so long. It didn't even seem that long. So the big question: How many water bones? Oh, this is like three and a half strong water bones. Oh, Brandy, that's pure love and light. Pure <laughs> love and light, which is exactly what we'll need probably after LT's bone count. Oh, God. So thank you very much. Good luck with that. Woo! Way water! She had that same look in her eyes as coming out of the first one. She had a great time. So please... If you are at all curious about this immersive experience, you got to see it in the theater. Whenever this comes out, whenever you're listening to this, I don't know what kind of screens it's still going to be playing on, but you got to see it big if you're going to see it at all. <sighs> what an emotional ride, guys. That was quite the trip. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy you guys are here to hash it out. BFF. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for being a surprising for ally sac- for me. Sacrificing hey, a whole day. Thank you, BFF. Always a pleasure and a privilege. I was Thank sure you. it was going to be me and Bishki just like tag team wrestling against you guys. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to get ugly, but Bishki Luke, turned Luke, his back. Lucas and I locked. Uh, yeah. oh, I feel like Bishki and I are in sync sometimes. You sometimes guys really we sync up. When you guys sync up, there's nothing There's nothing any filmmaker could yeah. do. It's, it's the hothead and, and, and the Iceman coming, yeah. coming at you. Coming in it's just a whirlpool. You can't escape. Yeah, that Goldilocks death porridge. Ooh, that's the way of water, folks. Go get wet. Get wet. Love and light, y'all. Love and light.
Thanks, spider. Thanks, spider.